Get spin, spin. Welcome to the Strip Town Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're harmless or racy, from Ballad of Gordon to Trouble with Tracy, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. I built a new machine that measures up the distance and then eliminates my co-host, Evan. Bye-bye self-respect. I haven't had much of it since I started this podcast with my buddy, Saker. <laughs> and boy, we are approaching the end. We are closing in on the end of stunt. We have jumped We have jumped over, what? The shark? 13, 13 <laughs> I mean, out of 14 buses. 12 out of, this is the 12th 12 bus. 12 out of 13 buses. Yes, we're getting there. We're just starting the 12th we're bus. We're just Knievelin. Do you think these buses Things were- never go wrong in the middle of the stunt. It's either at the beginning <laughs> or the end, right? Do you think that these buses are horizontal or vertical? Will they stick the landing? Yes, they are vertical. They are straight up. <laughs> I feel like some of the buses- felt longer than others like one week was a horizontal bus where it was easy for us to jump over it but like told you so was a bus that's like this so that bus counted as like six buses for us yeah i think that or and some of them are just buses that are like on their back so they're yes. just like a skyscraper pointing straight <laughs> up in the air we have to, we hit the, with with <laughs> yeah. our bike yes yeah. which song was the the bus that we hit with our bike was it we'll Le- save Leave? that for the resequencing <laughs> okay that's true yeah so listeners just to kind of give you a programming note uh we are going to um do this song and then the next song and then we're going to re-sequence stunt in an all special all new all fun episode all nude episode uh, all new oh that could be our nude episode we're not doing a nude episode and we also in between uh, stunt and maroon there was also a thing called bnl day mm-hmm. so we're going to have a resequencing episode that also focuses all about bnl day since we're right in between stunt and maroon at this point as well be anal day be anal day be anal day um so uh yeah that'll be that and then we'll hop right into maroon and i think maybe with maroon we'll hop back to weekly yeah i mean podcast, it'll depend on me yes yeah we should we should wait to announce that maybe i mean i'll put that in this episode and then never edit it because i'll be too busy um okay so ev how's your week been going buddy hey evan (laughs) how was your week (laughs) hey saker how was your week how was my week been a week i saw a movie yesterday that's going to be very old by the time we actually end up talking about it. Um, you saw Citizen Kane. I, did. I saw the 1920s classic. Rosebub. When was Citizen Kane made? In America. Thank you. Do you know that GIF of the guy clapping and looking very serious? Ooh, GIF or you? You went. You went with a GIF pronunciation. GIF. I pronounce it like, like it's meant to be pronounced. The peanut beater. How peanut do you butter. pronounce it? You're not a I, GIF person. No, I go either way. Jesus. I'm okay. by bi- pronounce. You I don't are. Really, You're I don't ambi- really, any pronouncer. Yes, got it. I honestly don't care. Yeah. Uh, it's funny to watch people argue about it. It is. Because both sides are wrong. My creator says that I am right. God came out and spoke in favor of GIF. God, uh, God doesn't exist. The guy who made the GIF said it's GIF. So that doesn't mean anything. I know. English, Languages, English is a prescriptive, yeah, blah, not blah, a descriptive bullshit, language. Or descriptive, you. not prescriptive. <laughs> uh, but in any case, I feel as if I am right. I am. The gif of the guy clapping is from Citizen Kane. I didn't know that until like a month ago. Mm. It's, you didn't see the movie because you're uncultured. That is correct. That's okay. When you are at home with your new baby boy, you're going to watch the entire Criterion Collection. There are classics that I have never, ever seen. And like movies like that everyone. Like The Godfather. Everyone, we've talked about this. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> you just keep coming back around. You get like a five-track mind. We've talked about everything. What is the hardest part to clean? Of my mind? 
what whatever I, it's an open-ended question saker I just say answer the question the crannies people are all about the nooks talking about how hard they are i say the crannies are way fucking harder between a nook and a cranny like i know a nook in a, in like architecture is like a little sort of like alcove that right. you can kind of go into but in a cranny is like on a crag or something like that like on a mountaintop like is, a cranny is there really a definition for cranny I'm cranny sure. reminds me of cramped grandma like, oh, yeah. like or a grandma can, or a grandma who drank way too much cranberry juice if you can shove a grandma somewhere i would call that a cranny a cranny is a small narrow space or opening so now what's a nook uh oh boy oh boy this is exciting nook uh free reading app available for your iphone, iPhone. <laughs> it's the barnes and noble reading app okay so that that's that's correct. the fundamental that's difference the difference between a nook and a cranny somebody should come out with an e-reader called the cranny it's a very bad reading app that allows you to not to read as much as any any other reading app the other is a small hole do you not like reading digitally no i don't mind reading digitally i just, just the nook is really bad really? I, had, I had a nook for a while it's garbage what like, was wrong with it it didn't have as, it's Barnes and Noble, so it doesn't have as many books as like the Kindle or anything to choose from, and then it has really bad tech support because they stopped going digital. I don't. Oh, you had when, a physical Nook. I had a Nook, yeah, and See, then I had a, and then I, I had a, I had the, the app on my, um, yeah, my laptop, just get the so. apps. You don't need to be proprietary. You can just swippity swap between them. I've well, been using that library app mm-hmm. on my phone. Gosh darn! I never have to go to the library again. It's amazing. Yay! Well, <laughs> we're yeah. done espousing the virtues of libraries. I like physical books. I, make me happy i think they're fine i threw out like probably three-fourths of my physical oh, yeah. books i mean i got rid of I, I, I mean i like donating them or get or, like, well, or yeah. selling them back and buying more books like, i just burned them all that's a good way to do I it feel like that's, that's, that's the actually that's a, that's a ty- tried and true historical way thank you and boy yeah let's get to this, this week's song please <laughs> <laughs> this week's song is called some fantastic ivory and ivory and if you've never heard it before here is a quick sample One day I will build a fountain, drink and never grow old. Then I'll market an elixir that will eliminate the common cold. Find your sickness. Okay, Ev, Ivory and Ivory, some fantastic. What did you think? What did you feel? What did you do? So, I, for some reason, I remembered this song in my mind back in the day as just a Stevie P song. Oh, no. So I was surprised as fucking hell when Ed started, and I was like, wait a fucking second, does Ed sing this entire song? But no, they trade off. I know! And I don't think they've done that since, like, Million Dollars. And this song is like the spiritual successor to Million Dollars, but in an evil way. Uh, Yes, it is very, very horrifying. This song has a undercurrent of terror that's like... (laughs) It's, oh, fuck. I don't know. To me, this song is like when a character in a movie is talking to another character and then turns his back to like talk to them as he's walking away and he walks out into the street and you're just waiting for the <laughs> bus to come by and run him over. There's an undercurrent of of, of real horrible shit going on in this song. Right? I wouldn't say an undercurrent. Like Million Dollars had an undercurrent of like sort of controlling shit. Like, I'm going to build you a house, you're going to live in my house sort of thing. This has an overcurrent. It's very obvious that this person is very troubled. The narrator is incredibly troubled and probably a sociopath, almost certainly. But, you know, in a tongue-in-cheek sort of way. I I don't know if he's a sociopath. He wants to kill all the people in a line (laughs) because they are in line in front of him. Okay, listen. Could it be that he just doesn't understand what he's doing? That doesn't make it right. 
So let's break or, down his. Ev- so don't, not understanding an evil act. Ignorance is no excuse for evil, right? Like Ignorance if you do something of evil, the law is an excuse for a law, though. If I don't know that you crashing into somebody is bad, yeah. Exactly. Then I can like do if you it. Don't know that you, yeah, exactly. And then the policeman marks it on your record, and then yeah. next time you do it, they know <laughs> yeah. that you know now. So they give you a tattoo that says he knew he did. <laughs> you knew what you did. He knew it is what it says on the tattoo. Uh, let's break down all of the um the the scariness the weird level yeah, yeah, of yeah, the yeah, yeah. Um, yeah okay so so lyrically we're talking first right so mm-hmm. lyrically this is sort of a wish fulfillment song uh, do you think well let's let's talk about it first so he says that he's going to make a cure for the common cold mm-hmm. but you've got to pay for it mm-hmm. right then I'll market an elixir that will eliminate the common cold find your sickness on my lips pay up front Off the bat. And also, he's going to build a fountain, uh, like a fountain of youth. Yes, he is going to build it. Well, that, that idea is quickly abandoned. Like, well, I he, think he just wants to, like, first he's going to build a fountain, drink from it, never grow old, and then just destroy the fountain so he's immortal and no uh, one else is. Yes. Is what I read into that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, dr- I'll drink from the fountain. I'll never grow old. And then I'll market an elixir. Where'd you get the elixir? Is the elixir the fountain elixir? He's got know. forever to come up with one. Oh, shit. You're right. Okay. Sure. And everyone will already be dead. I do like, find your sickness on my list, pay up front, make a wish. It's very like, he's just got a big book of like, common mm-hmm. gold, $50, cancer, $1,000. So, I mean- so already we're talking about Big Pharma. He becomes Big Pharma in the future, Correct, but, right? But yeah. That's it. But capable of actually securing things. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. but capable. Capable of Big Pharma. Uh, secondly, I will work with animals. This is, I think, the scariest one. Yeah. I will work with animals, but what I'm really doing is testing things on them. Mm-hmm. And not just that, when I'm done, I will kill them. <laughs> just yeah. FYI. Well, he's making them useful for glue. Yes. One day I will work with animals. All the tests I'm gonna do. All my stuff's completely natural, and when we're done, we'll boil them down for glue. We can use to react. I ah, that's what after that line. We're done, we'll boil them down for glue, and then you hear this. Ah, <laughs> do you really hear screaming? No, no, not like a scream. It was like it's not. It's the animals it's a scream, being boiled, but it's like a a sigh, like oh. a like a ah. Well, sheep can't scream, as everyone knows. They yeah. just sigh at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the other things are kind of funny. This one is legitimately scary. Like the one where he just takes the person he pr- professes to love and shoots them into space to die? No, that one was confusing, right? Okay, we'll, we'll hop to that one. One day I'll construct a satellite and I'll name it after you. Because you are the greatest fan of all except for when you split my lip in two. To see the look upon your face as I launch you into space. That's metaphorical. He's not actually launching his friend into space. He's launching the friend's name into one space, right? I'll construct a satellite and I'll name it after you. Cause you are the greatest friend of all Except for when you split my lip in two To see the look upon your face As I launch you into space Who knows? I, I, I mean, mean <laughs> with the previous... Uh, you, you can read it. That's a read you can make. Sure. But with the previous lines, I, I think they're pretty heavily implied that he does. he's an evil person. It is weird that So I wouldn't put it beyond him to launch his friend into space. Yeah. To die. He's, 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 or his lover or whatever they are or he, his abuser. Sure. He's held on to this like, you were the greatest friend of all except for that one time when you split my lip. Like he's mm-hmm. holding on to that shit. Like, well, I mean, somebody punching you in the face, like I don't like getting hit in the face. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember. If you just punched me in the face and it like split my lip, that would- yeah. 
I don't think I would forget that. There's one person in my life who slapped me in the face once, and I still, every time I am near them, I think about that. Uh, whenever I think about them, it's the first thing that pops into my head. Well, there we go. Um, he makes a machine that kills people. <laughs> I mean, straight up, there's no masking what this machine does. I can't stand the wait in line long, so I built a new machine. It just measures up the distance and then eliminates the folks between one day. Uh, he's immortal he, and all power. He's immortal and he cures disease at this point. So he's like basically in charge of society. He's, he's like a mad a, scientist. He's a dictator. He's not a mad scientist. He's a mad engineer. Okay. That's a fundamental distinction that everyone always but gets wrong. He does science at the beginning and He does at the a end. little bit of science. He makes the elixir and he does a whole chemical equation. He does a little bit of science. Science is just defi- is defining questions and answering them. Uh-huh. Like uh, engineering is answering them. He, he's building shit. Scientists don't build shit. They just do experiments. So the only like, science he actually does is the animal experiments. Uh-huh. And then finding chemistry like chemistry but he's really an engineer because he's building fucking satellites and machines and stuff like that everyone says like oh he's mad scientist dr frankenstein he's not a mad scientist he's an engineer he's building a fucking machine to bring frankenstein alive or frankenstein's monster i saw i was at the hospital shortly after the birth of your child and the passion that you just exhibited was the most passion i've ever seen you exhibit in your life for anything or anyone well luke did take away my ability to feel okay so I can only grab it back on short, short bursts. Did you empathize with the sociopathic narrator of this song? No, I just want to make it very clear what he is. Of course you didn't, because sociopaths don't empathize. That's what they do. Thank you for proving my point, Evan. It was a lose-lose situation. I don't care if you think I'm a sociopath or not. It doesn't bother me. I know. That's exactly... It doesn't bother me one bit. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, so he makes this machine that kills people. You're going to make me godfather to your child, right? Of course. Good, good. And <laughs> the last thing he does, there's no funny, no upside to this. He manipulates her into a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Well, he's mind control. He's like, I'm going to build some mind control and put you in my shop. Someday I will find the secret to your social chemistry. Then I'll print it on a t-shirt and it'll make you want to be with me. And if I wear it past you... <laughs> Also, you're saying that th- two out of the five things he did were science, and three out of the five were re- were engineering. Well, building so I would a fa- say he's both a scientist and an engineer. Building a fountain, engineer. He didn't build it. One day I will he build. Fa- one day I will build a fountain. I thought it was find a fountain. My bad. Okay. One so I'll then I'll market an elixir. That's okay. more. That's more engineering. That's business. Okay, business. <laughs> okay, so he's a mad so businessman. Work with animals. Science. <laughs> yes. Uh, so far, we are engineering one, science one, business one. Okay. <laughs> Uh, then building a machine. Hold on, boiling animals down for glue is cooking. So he's a mad chef as well. All right, continue. (laughs) So builds the machine that eliminates people. That's engineering. Engineering, two for engineering. Constructing a satellite, engineering. Three. Uh, And then finding the secret to your social chemistry is science. But then he puts it on a t-shirt, which is engineering. Business. Engineering. (laughs) He's not marketing the t-shirt. So. (laughs) Hold on. Is it engineering to buy an iron-on thing and and do it to a t-shirt? Well, I mean. Or to take a marker. He's not doing a. I think it would take more than just writing a marker's, like, you love me now on your (laughs) t-shirt. Like. (laughs) Can you imagine walking around with a t-shirt? I imagine this t-shirt is, like, (laughs) some sort of, like, insane exoskeletal yeah. super suit that he's wearing that right. will with like shoot out pheromones well, into the air okay. which is going to take some engineering is it not no so let's no... say let's let's just agree he's 80% engineer 20% no. scientist <laughs> absolutely not his breakdown is three engineering two science 
two business and one cooking. So all no, in all, that's, no, 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 stop, no, stop, no, stop, no, stop. no, no, no. You are hundred percent wrong. That you are hundred percent wrong. So what's three out of eight? So fountain engineering. That's one. We just went through this list, and I think we both agreed. He's three eighths. He's thirty eight percent engineering. Lie. He is. You are wrong. He's twenty five percent chemistry or, or uh, science. He's has at least four. Building the shirt is is also. He's twenty five percent business. That's business. That's not building the shirt. Business. Knowing how to put things on a shirt is business savvy. <laughs> so okay, if if I'm if we're if you're coming at this as a bad faith actor, I don't I haven't really <laughs> okay, I don't right. really want to continue don't the engage. Line of conversation. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry I upset you so much. That's my fault, friend. You're right. It is engineering. He's most, to make a t-shirt. He's mostly an engineer. Okay. I would agree that he's more engineer than anything else. Fair enough. Okay. We'll just agree to agree. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, so uh, that's, that's kind of the list of the horrible things that he does. Now, the question is, we're talking sociopathy versus psychopathy versus not understanding what he's doing. Do you think that just he pure, yeah. that he knows that what he's saying is scary? Mm, based on the line delivery, no. Right. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I don't I don't think that he has any idea of what's going on. So I think he's almost or maybe like yeah, but but he the, the bye-bye self-respect thing. Yeah, what about me it? to believe that like his feelings are hurt, that sort of stuff. So I'm that's that's my only like hesitancy about the sociopathy. Okay. Angle. Because he's I mean, so, sociopathies, sociopaths have like total regard for themselves, right? That's that's their like their malignant narcissism, right? right? So they're not going to respect themselves any less because somebody left them, in theory, right? Well, that's I think this person and we're talking about like a textbook de- definition of sociopathy. We're not. Sure. I mean, you understand it's a spectrum as well. Sure. So. Yeah. Well, I think I think we we might be talking about a different spectrum here. I think we might be talking about maybe some sort of autism spectrum some sort of not understanding social you know uh uh, what it means to be a person in society or not understanding what rejection is or not understanding what Mm -hmm. you're you are entitled to or deserve or um because he doesn't i clearly he thinks oh i hate waiting in line if i killed everyone it would be okay which is not an autistic thing but it certainly displays a non-understanding of of a disregard for human life a disregard of human okay now I feel like we are somehow uh, through the uh, transitive theory equating autism with sociopathy, which we're not doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, because I, I don't think he means to hurt or kill, or I don't think, I think he just he's he's looking out for. He's a, he's a utilitarian. Yes. He's, ut- he's, a, well, he's a stark utilitarian. He's a self-utilitarian. Well, yeah, he's a utilitarian narcissist. Yeah. A narcissistic utilitarian. By the way. We got somebody on Twitter, and I'll, I'll look up your, your Twitter name, Twitter user, who wanted to thank you personally because he himself is an antinatalist, and he thought that he would never hear his worldview expressed on any podcast, <laughs> much less a Bare Naked Ladies <laughs> podcast. Um, so, yeah, it, that, was, uh, that was our friend uh, Two Bell and Nine Sebastian at C Brimstone. As an antinatalist BNL fan, I never thought I'd hear reference to my obscure philosophy on a podcast. I just love as an antinatalist. I know. I like that. Those know. are those are his defining characteristics, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Anybody, if you're an antinatalist, that's going to come first, right, God. and last. Oh man, I love that so much. Uh, in any well, case, thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you. Um, so, uh, so what were we saying? So, yeah, I, I don't know that. I don't know that he's he's uh, at all evil. I don't think the narrator in the song is evil. I think he's he doesn't understand. Well, I would say he's evil because evil isn't 
what you think about yourself or your motives or your reasoning. It's what you act. It's, it's what you do. I mean, you can be like, there are, for instance, psychopaths who function completely normally in society and do right. quite well and that right. sort of thing. And then there are psychopaths who go and murder people. And yeah. I would say that, you know, the murderers are evil. The ones who don't are, I mean, there are people who are attracted to children who never act on it. And right. That's, I mean, I feel the attractive attraction to children and like, sex with children is objectively a bad thing if you are a bnl fan who feels like that do not tweet at us we yes. do not want to know that your yeah. interests cross over yeah. sorry I mean, go ahead it's not like dan savage calls them gold star pedophiles like people oh, who, really? who seek treatment and that sort of stuff and that's it's laudable sure. like i think about my attraction to what i'm attracted to and like then i think about how i would feel if that were something that was just taboo taboo or... not, not even be, beyond yeah. taboo like Straight it's, it's not just it's not tab it, you know having sex with children isn't just taboo it's wrong it's fundamentally sure. wrong so Sure. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that incest and, and, then, and all those and things to, are, yeah. yeah. And then to have that, like, that would be so hard. So you're viewing it not from, uh, shit, who's the opposite of, of Kant? Kant said the uh, ends justify the... Hegel? Yes, I think so. God, never. I'm trying yeah, to nice. philosophy 101 class my freshman year of college, right? Uh, so yeah, so you're saying it doesn't matter what he thinks of himself. It's the outcome of what he does that's important, right? Yeah, I mean, evil is a societal construct. It's not a personal construct. Yeah. Most yeah. evil people don't think they're evil. Sure. I mean, I bet Donald Trump goes to sure. fucking sleep every night. Like he's pissed off that people don't understand that he's a good person. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right? That's yeah. His, that's his source of that, based on the reports I've heard. But he is an evil person. Sure. Of course. Okay. All right. Interesting. So really, we're just gonna have to agree to agree here. Is what we're saying. <laughs> Again, that's two in the agree column for <laughs> Saker and Evbo. Very good. His are the best friends. Um. Yeah. Um. Do you think? Do you think he's gonna hurt his potential partner? I mean, he wants to be with her. Or him or whoever. And everything else he wants has a downside. I feel like if he does, it'll be sudden and unexpected. Like somebody, like if he or she hits him again or something like that. And then he just like atomizes them. Yikes. Like with a thought. With his ray gun because he's a mad engineer. And then he'll, he may regret it. He may not, you know? Yeah. I, that whole, I mean, you, you brought up the bye bye self. Just bring him back to love. Back back to life. (laughs) Bring him back to love. Um, with his, uh, chemistry. Uh, I tried to make a robot, but it didn't love me. (laughs) Keep going, dude. We're going to write this whole song. (laughs) This is going to be like the super group podcast now where we write a song in a week. So I put it back together, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Find a robot in the dump. Battle Angel Alita number one. Um, I wonder about the second chorus when I think about it. There's a lot you will probably do, but a robot will do it better than you. So let's all get our robots fixed. Uh, just <laughs> Bye-bye self-respect. Bye-bye. They always fall apart at the end. Let's talk about bye-bye self-respect. Yeah. That's such a weird, weird... He doesn't talk about himself much during the song in regards to... When he talks about himself, it's always regards to what he's going to be able to do for others Mm -hmm. or do with others or do whatever, right? Do to others. Do to others, yeah. But here, when he says bye-bye self-respect, it's very self-reflective and weird, right? I feel like... I mean, the context of this song is that he's like a... He's some sort of mad engineer scientist and then this chef other person businessman a chef slash businessman he's a he wears a lot of hats right and i i sort of thought of this as like a mentor mentee situation where it's like his mentor who is also sort of in love with and then in that sort of situation where you're you've got this power differential then he sort of ascribed his personality his personhood to this person and then they they, they might have like kicked him out of the lab or something mm-hmm. and he's like i'm gonna get back at you 
sort of thing. I'm going to show you all this shit that I that I may or may not be able to do. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I mean, he knows that. I mean, the song is called Some Fantastic. Yeah. Maybe this. Okay. So my my headcanon now is that that this the target of his affections is a legitimate engineer, scientist, cook, businessman. Uh huh. <laughs> and then he was trained under him. This this scientist businessman cook mm-hmm. engineer and uh then got kicked out and now he's sort of on he's sort of a rogue scientist engineer businessman cook sure chef. so yeah okay. so that's why he's that's why he's heading more into this madness maybe he was the lab assistant he's like you think you fucking cure cancer i'll show you i'm gonna cure every disease yeah okay all right yeah. i like that that's an interesting take on it um and he can't practice no he has to like go to like uh some you know fantastic some fantastic or <laughs> some like south american country where they don't have a lot oh. of like real strict irb controls where yeah. he's can, where he can start working on all this crazy stuff yeah okay um yeah maybe so so god but you're i i feel like we're mixing metaphor with i feel like this is just some dude i don't think it's a, a, a i think this is not a lab assistant or a scientist. Mm-hmm. I think it's just some dude imagining things that he would be able to do someday that would be as unlikely as as being with you, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the whole song's tongue in cheek, and it's it's, it's, it's Stevie P and, and Ed like at their best, clever yes. funniness. Oh, speaking yeah. of, I mean, we talked about the title, some fantastic mm-hmm. ivory and ivory. That's yeah. so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Like that shit is great. Um, man, it made me laugh quite a bit. Uh, I didn't understand when I was a kid, but when I saw it again now, it made me laugh. Um. Yeah. Any any other lyrical stuff? Because I feel the rest of the notes I have are just about the the music, which is just so fucking good. Yeah, I am um, the that last simile that Ed does, much like pheromones for flies, mm-hmm. you will not avoid my eyes. That just fell apart for me right away. <laughs> Truly, like, much like pheromones for flies, you will not. How does that? How is that even like what you're talking about? <laughs> Let's like, deconstruct this simile. Like, okay, yeah. pheromones for flies. Like flies have pheromones that attract each other. Uh-huh, correct. Sure. That's what I think he's trying to get at. Sure. Like, like pheromones for flies are going to be attracted to my size or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. But like, it doesn't make them not like. It makes them have to hold their, each other's gaze. Sure. That just it didn't. Everything else was so on point. Right. That last, like, and that was the last <laughs> thing, too. It was like a sustained fart to go out with. Let's... Actually, no, the bye bye byes were the worst. Oh, what? At the end, where they just kept going, bye bye. Okay. It was fine at first, but then I listened to it more and more. It started to grate on me, so I could hear that was all I could hear. It's just the bye byes. Let me ask you this. And I could hear each BNL boy's voice within that. Kevin has such a distinct voice. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. So I could I could parse them, which is something I normally can't do in their harmonies. Yes. I didn't like that. I want them you all didn't. to work together. Oh, I loved it. I'm nitpicking right now. Okay. Yeah, this isn't, this um, isn't, I didn't, I definitely like Let this me song. ask you this though. If, and we'll talk about it in two weeks, but if, um, uh, 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 fucking when Voldemort. you dream, if when you dream were chopped off the album and this, the, the whole album ended with bye, 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 wouldn't that be, would it grate on you as much if it was a goodbye to our fans? No, this it, is the end of the album. I mean, of course you'd have to add like a bang, zoom, zip outtakes and a Scottish <laughs> guy talking and then like some, some radio static. But, sure. 
Yeah, if you did that, with that concession, absolutely, this song could end the okay. album. I think, here's my proposed, and we'll talk about it in two weeks, mm-hmm. let's just fucking cut When You Dream off the album and never talk about it again, and a stunt canonically now ends with Some Fantastic. I don't want to argue. It makes it a better I agree 100% song, with I think. You. Okay, we'll, well talk about actually, it next or two weeks. I, I agree and disagree, but we'll talk about it in two weeks. Okay, okay, okay. Um... They are doing so much mm. in this song. Mm. As far as instrumentation is concerned, we have like three different... Kevin is doing like three different keyboards, right? Yes. We've got this crazy, very classic, clean-sounding piano, this Ben Folds-y type of it was like... like a, there was like a... Um, it's like a samba piano, like that. boom ba boom ba boom ba Yeah, boom, it... To see the look upon your face As I launch you in I think that really makes the song. Yeah. I'm sorry. It makes the song. You like this Latin rhythm now? Yeah. Wait a second. (laughs) Yeah. I never came out against Latin rhythm. And if you remember, I I go in on record as saying cultural appropriation, the difference between. (laughs) Okay. If it's good. If if they do a good job. And in this situation, I feel like they did a really good job. It was just a little bit of a flavor. Just a a little, a little spice. (laughs) It wasn't the whole fucking song. Listeners, I wish you could have seen what Evan just did with his head. A little spice. He like threw, he salt made spice onto the, uh, okay. Um, shit. So the only differentiation is of course. And how are how am I going to argue this and sound like a sane person? Oh, the only differentiation is what you thought of it, huh? Yeah, of course it is, because that's what this whole podcast is. Yep. Okay, well, fuck Looks me, like then. I got you there, <laughs> idiot. Looks like you can you say You're like a real fucking stupid piece of shit now, don't you? <laughs> you don't have to have any any opinions that... that yeah, okay. I think it's... I, I loved it then. I love it now. That... Doon, 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 yeah, that is so, so, so yeah. good. I love it. Um, He's got this... Uh, that uh, that womp 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 sort of pad that's waka, at the very beginning. Waka 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 waka. Like yeah, from the beginning of the song, it's got that. And then he's also he's playing. He's like really working that sound effects board. Yeah, he's also playing like a cowbell. I think that's Tyler, right? God, I hated that. You did? It was so high in the mix. Yes, in that... the third verse, it is so fucking high, and yeah. I love it. I can't stand the wait in line long, so I built a new machine. It just measures up the distance and then eliminates the folks between. One day I'll construct. Man, like, donk, dink, donk, dink, donk, It was, if I had not noticed it ever, I'd like it a little bit lower. Like, because I want it to be like just on the edge of my like comprehension. Right. But like, it's just like fucking got more cowbell, ding, dong, ding, dong, Christopher Walken, but Bill, it was, Will Ferrell sort of shit. And it wasn't just, it was either. It was through the whole goddamn song. Well, but it was it was multiple cowbells or multiple like different percussive weird yeah. like I loved it. They were playing. They were experience. This is a playful song. It's a fun song. And he's going goofballs. He's playing drums. He's playing cowbells. He's playing other percussion. Kev's got his clean piano. Kev's got his womp womp synths. Mm-hmm. Kev's got his like. It sounds like this weird squidly bass in the back of the. <laughs> he's got his flugelhorn. He's got his kuika. Um, like it. It reminded me. That when I got into Bare Naked Ladies, the only other music that I really listened to was video game music. And this was like, this song hit me in the right place because it sounds like Kevin is playing some like fucking like like SNES pads in the background here. Some real <laughs> PS1 sort of squidly uh, yeah. electronic I, shit. I, I did come out against the cowbell, but I feel like it's handled better than it would have been even 
an album ago or two albums ago. Like I'm thinking back to like Gordon where they just like hit sound effect boards and like yeah. threw in uh, a weird instrument because they could. Wait but till the next track, my friend. <laughs> oh boy. I can't wait to get to when you dream. Uh, it's going to be such yabba, fun. Yabba, Sorry, yabba. keep going. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like this is, they, they're getting better at this sort of thing. So there's like, there's a lot of, in, there's a lot of instrumentation, a lot of musicality in this song, yeah. but it works all, it all works together. In a very meta sense, though, like they do, I, I feel like this, this is, we're not gilding the pickle here. No, we're not gilding the pickle. But this may be the album where they've peaked on their, their, um, their adding random bing bongs to a song, right? Because I think they, they do it in Gordon and we see it kind of lead up to this point. Mm-hmm. And after this, I think they get silly, but it's lyrically, but not really musically. They don't do like goofball shit anymore in the music, like weird samples mm-hmm. and. I mean, I'm trying to think. Maybe, I mean, on snack time, they probably do. I don't know. This is the Know Nothing podcast based on American Ladies. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about at all. But man, I love it. Also, they saved all the harmonies for this song. This is where they decided to let loose. Because we had shit like Call and Answer on this album where they were like, let's hold back a little bit. That's. I almost feel like this album had a grand plan. Mm Mm-hmm. Because in songs, sometimes maybe you'll hold back the chorus after that first verse and just do a little and then move into your second verse just to like, hey, oh, yeah, I know you want this chorus, but we're mm-hmm. not going to. We know you want these Bare Naked Ladies harmonies, but we're not going to give them to you yet. <laughs> then we're going to explode on your face in track 12 out of 13. Some fantastic. It truly is. Some fantastic goo all some over you. <laughs> some fantastic. I know it's goo. Um, yeah, they do a lot of fun stuff. One day I'll construct a satellite and then they have that sound in the yes, background yes, yes cute one day i'll construct a satellite and i'll name it after you because you were um i don't know i i i did love i loved hearing ed and steve sing together again yeah it's been it too great. long i feel like i wish the song ends with just ed mm-hmm. right he does the final like bye bye self-respect right into the bye bye I wonder if we were to go find the, the the tracks for this, the original data tracks, is there a version of the chorus where Ed and Steve both took lead vocals on the last part and just like, because Steve is doing one of the backup parts in the bye, bye, mm-hmm. bye. Um, but I wanted to hear him in front. I wanted to hear Ed and Steve doing some real fucking Ebony and Ivory shit. Like, mm-hmm. And they never sing together. They sing one after the other. But there's yeah. no point in this song where they were joined which was annoying to me i mean they do on the chorus a couple times i know like in the bathroom session they sing together which the bathroom session i think is my favorite bathroom session period truly hilarious yeah steve's introduction (laughs) if you haven't watched it watch it now fuck it's funny because ed sings the first verse and then steve we hear a toilet flush and steve is zipping up his pants and pulling them up as he walks in to sing his verse fuck it's so fucking funny it's on my list Pair up front and make a wish. One day I will work with animals 
all the testing. Yeah, and just to have like, just to be so fucking talented, like two guys and a guitar like filled that fucking room. It's true. Yeah. yeah. And they made they made me laugh with the lyrics again because mm-hmm. I think it's a funny song. And they also made me laugh like after the bye byes at the end. Steve's like bye. And then Ed's like, oh yeah, see you later. Was like, like, I, lo- I think he's like bye, I love you or something like that. Yeah. Like, I love there's, you too. Something there's like camaraderie. Yeah. God, I just I miss that. Bye 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 bye. bye. Oh, I miss it so much. Um, you can't make people be friends, Saker. You can't make people be friends. You're right. It's true. Um, the bye 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 part at the end too. The the Backstreet Boy part at the end. Yeah. The way it traveled no from ear to ear, yeah. like two people talking to one another. Like Ev. Yeah. You got to give it up for our boys. I mean, is that just how him? did you not like the bye bye bye? Is that just him killing the person? Bye 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 bye. <laughs> people talk about one week being the song about killing someone on this album, but. I think some fantastic might be the song. This about. guy is definitely more capable of murder than the song, than the one week. For crew. sure. I mean, it's not going to be discussed as much on Reddit because it's not as popular of a song. But some fantastic is about the murder of your lover. I think, <laughs> uh, and, and all the things that he thinks about, like, oh yeah, I could I could bring her back. I could give her the fountain of uh, the fountain of youth, the elixir, and uh, it'll cure death. And mm-hmm. uh, well, maybe I'll just shoot her into space. Oh, well, the, the, they won't find the body then. Um, I don't know. I that's that's a good point. Maybe it is death. Um, yeah, I, I thought that ending was amazing. I thought this song was the perfect time to play around and their play around sounds like they're having fun. And it, it, I think it's, it's reflected on the album. It's reflected on the song on the album. Mm -hmm. So fucking good. This song is so fucking good. Um, yeah, I don't know what, what else, uh, did you have anything else? The The bathroom sessions was very interesting. Did you watch any live videos of this? I saw the chips and dip one. Okay. Where I, they messed up their lines and like Steve saying Ed's part. I didn't watch that. Yeah, Steve, like they, they do the uh, intro and then Steve stepped up to the mic and is like, uh, one day I'll build a fountain. And he goes, oh wait, this is your part. <laughs> and then they basically like do another round of the intro and then Ed just oh, starts singing. Yeah. That's funny. That's cute. They should have just done the whole song reverse. That would have been fun. Um, I watched, I was very curious to see how this song functions without Stevie P. Uh-huh. Um, and the answer is the exact same. <laughs> There's really no difference. The Ed just takes the whole thing. Oh, Ed just like it's the whole just, song. Yeah. I was I was excited because I thought, what sort of new dynamic will he bring mm-hmm. to it to sort of differentiate the two speakers? No, it's just... What's well, not a song that needs two speakers? Well, so here's my question. Are there two narrators in this song? What is the functional purpose of having two different voices? My only idea is that they're two competing lovers of this person. Ooh. And they're trying to compete for their affection. Like, here's what I'm going to, here's some crazy shit I'll do. Here's yeah. some crazy shit I'll do. Yeah. Sort of thing. What if this is not two people competing for the love of a person, but the two people in the relationship? It wasn't something that either of them did that broke them up. But it was maybe time or distance. And so mm. this is both of them saying, you know, some fans that like. Well, it, if there are two people, they fucking deserve each other. Yeah. Oh, for if sure. They're, they're both, they're both <laughs> horrible monsters. Yeah. Um, I, I just think there has to be some diegetic reason to have two different voices in this song. Right? No. Yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I don't know. Are they? Yeah. I, I don't know. But but yeah, th- those those are interesting insights. But yeah, without Steve, um, it's nothing to write home about. It's just Ed doing it. It's kind of a little more boring. Um, there's Kevin does a fucking funky riff on this song live. Like what he's playing, he they really pull out the keyboards on it, and it's it is pretty glorious. Mm-hmm. Um, what else you got for me? Magical apocalypse. Tell me your read. Genie in the lamp. Uh huh. So. 
this genie, this evil genie, this monkey's paws genie. I'm with you. So he gets his little, he gets his wish, and it could be a she. I mean, most genies are men in stories, but mm-hmm. there could be female genies. I don't know why not. Um, why even bother mentioning it, some might say. I, I just want to make it very clear to any young girls out there that you can, that be, you a, can be, be a genie, genie. too. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, wait. The genie in I Dream of Genie was a woman. Yeah, and bewitched. She was a witch, not a genie. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> and Moana. Oh, wait, no. There were no genies. <laughs> that was a Moana. <laughs> and Will Smith. Oh. Yeah, wait. He was a... All right, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so the genie uh, it's, the genie is a monkey's paw genie. They're a bad genie. So they end up like fucking over all this person's wishes and uh I'm sorry. Can you just in this cuz I need a picture what gender is the genie in this one? Um genderless. Okay, got it. It's just a by by ch- choice sort of a non-binary uh, or they can make themselves into either gender. Okay. So or any gender or they can make up an entire new gender. In fact, it's one of, that was one of the wishes. Okay. There'd be there be a completely can new biological gender. To get just a feel for your story, what do they call the new gender? Maps. <laughs> okay, maps. Got maps. it. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. So there are maps. There are maps. Okay. They could be. Okay. At any time, they don't any love you time. like I love you. Yep. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so the world's destroyed. The last wish, the genie tricks the person into freeing the genie, right? Uh-huh. So genie gets freed. He's out on his own. World's destroyed. Um, but realizes all his power comes from the lamp. It's mm-hmm. not... The genie itself. The lamp's been destroyed, though. Uh-huh. Because that's what, you know, when the shackles come off, lamp goes away. So there's a song about the genie wishing that he had all these cosmic powers and it needed to be a living space back again. I see. So it's a song about a, from a genie, the point of a genie who's destroyed the world to Miamp's lamp. To Miamp's lamp. <laughs> okay. A song about a genie who destroyed the world. From the from the point of a perspective yes. of a genie. These are... This is something right, I'm going to do. Yes. These are all the... This is the right. shit I used to be able to do. Right, right, right. It's all fantastic, isn't right. it? Right. I understand. Uh, so he's the king of the wasteland. He's got no one to... Did he just... He did destroy the world. Yeah. Sometimes I think and about... can't bring it back. There used to be a website called Exit Mundi. Do you remember it at all? Mm-hmm. Did you ever visit it? No. It used to list um, end of the world scenarios. And it was on a spectrum from plausible to pretty implausible and it would you could click on each one and it would give you a description of how the world might end that way Mm -hmm. i think about that website a lot i just think Mm -hmm. when i'm driving down the road sometimes life could blink out right now for me and that could be it ice nine like suddenly the air could be wood suddenly (laughs) the hadron collider could create a black hole and that would be it for me like yeah magical apocalypses are scary like according like to brain theory right we've we've our world ends every moment what is brain infinitely. theory it's like the multiple dimension sort of thing like everything stress like multiple dimensions are separated by b-r-a-n-e brains. oh and i'm not my astrophysics is marginal at best uh-huh. so this is a very rough approximation that's what separates us from other dimensions and whatnot so there are dimensions where the world is ending now 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 sort of thing okay but we are in the lucky one i guess but we could be in the unlucky one at any moment yeah but i don't really believe in multiple dimensions theory because if there's infinite dimensions with infinite possibilities there's also a dimension where there are no infinite dimensions and not infinite possibilities so it, it logically it just falls apart for me uh do you want to hear me do a quick one week Yes. Okay, here we go. Bare Naked Ladies were on the Chicken Little soundtrack. Chicken Little is a Disney movie. Yes. An animated Disney movie. 3D yes. animated Disney movie. 3D mm-hmm. animated movie. Shrek is a 3D animated movie. Mm-hmm. Eels were on the Shrek soundtrack. The lead singer of the Eels is named Mark Oliver Everett. Mm-hmm. Mark Oliver Everett's father 
was the guy who came up with the theory of multiple dimensions. Boom. Bare-naked ladies in multiple dimensions less than one week. I think I did it, right? Yeah, yes. Okay, did. good. And you did. Well, so I good think we've job. come full circle. Bare-naked ladies, multiple dimensions, time travel, vampires, apocalypse. Good read. I like it a lot. Now it's time to rate the song. Okay, Ev, you are pretty familiar with how it works at this point in our very short, possibly, lives. They could end <laughs> right now. I might not ever even edit this episode. On a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, bare naked being the best a song can be, and fully clothed being the worst. Where does this song fall for you? This song is Stevie P in a lab coat. Nothing else. And the arms of the lab coat are ripped off mm. to show his buff arms. Mm. But he's also working on something nasty. Mm. In the lab. <laughs> okay. Is it, he's just sort of, uh, this is the monster fuck. He's ge- gearing up Frankenstein. No, a, okay. So it's Stevie P, lab coat, nothing else. A sexy Stevie P, uh, arms ripped off, working on a Frankenstein. The Frankenstein, of course, is Ed. Okay. So Ed is just uh, naked on the slab except for the leather straps across him. Okay. So this song is pretty fucking nude. So it's double Ed, nude. not Steve. Both. Both of them are <laughs> so pretty it's fucking nude. Both clothed and nude. I mean, wait. He just has a lab jacket with the arms ripped off. Right. So, but it's. Oh, he doesn't have anything under, under it. it. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So, leather straps and a lab jacket. That's yeah, a real sexy ever, ivory and ivory, if Ooh. you know what I mean. Stevie P, the P stands for penis. Such wands. Love it. Um, It's a dark and stormy night. We are in Castle Page on the hills. Steve. In his ripped up lab jacket. It's the same Steve from your <laughs> scenario. And he's got these, these all around him, these uh, huge metal capsules. Quick question. Yes. Is this a reboot or a remake of my rating? It's a reboot. Okay. It's a reboot. This okay. is, this takes place 10 years after, or it doesn't okay. take place. It was made 10 years after. Soft, a soft reboot. Yes. A okay. soft reboot. Yeah. This is, this could be the guy's son. We don't know. It's a soft reboot. Mm-hmm. Same story. Here we go. He's got all of these metal capsules around him. Oh, actually I'm about to explain it. Okay. And he says, uh. My experiment is almost ready. And he goes to the capsule and he looks inside. He wipes off. There's a glass part of the capsule and he mm-hmm. peers inside and he sees and he nods with a smile on his face. And then he takes the handle of this capsule and he turns it to the side and he opens the capsule slightly and all this smoke and dry ice comes mm-hmm. out. And we realize all of them now are opening in sequence <gasps> and we see dry ice filling the room. And in each one is a different Stevie P, right? Mm. So the Stevie P in your scenario could have been a clone oh. from Stevie P, Stevie P clone machine. But we look in the one we're focusing on, we look inside and we recognize this Stevie P. This mm-hmm. is our Stevie P that was our rating from Enid. <gasps> and he steps out a thimble on each finger and one on the tip of his dick. Mm-hmm. And he's cold. He's been in this cryogenic sleep. And so what he does he just gives a little shake and a shiver. And when he does that, all of his thimbles fall off. This is a fully nude song for you? This is the first fully nude Bare Naked Ladies oh song my for me. This is the best Bare Naked Ladies song. Huh. I'm going to say it straight up. It's huh. straight out. This is the best Bare Naked Ladies song there is. What do you think about that? I can see how you would give it that rating. <laughs> this is a very good Bare Naked Lady song. <laughs> I want you to fight with me. I've come across like maybe eight or nine Bare Naked Lady songs that I think could be the best Bare Naked Lady songs. You, and this al- is among them. Alcohol's your favorite Alcohol's on this album. Alcohol's probably my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Off, my, off this album. But yeah, this is probably 
easily in the top three songs on this album yeah. for me. Yeah, wow, damn. And that's how you can tell this is a fucking stacked album. Mm-hmm. This is the top three songs on this album, and it's in the top five Bare Lady I songs for you. Blow up for a ribbon. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And it ends with When You Dream. We'll talk about it next week. Um, but now, that's not to say that in the future... I can't also find a naked song. Hell, maybe I'll find a song where it chops off a little piece yeah. of its skin to be even more naked. But for I mean, right now... Yeah, nudity is a continuum. And and it's not a zero-sum game. Any, as many people as there are can be nude. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Two or three. Oh, sure. We've got a million Stevie P's in this chamber up here in Castle Page. <laughs> I could have... We can unleash them on the world. <laughs> we can unleash them. I love it. We'll be back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. <laughs> hey, Evan. <laughs> oh, gosh. What's wrong? Suddenly. Yes? I just became aware of my own mortality. <laughs> that was quick. What do you mean? What, quick? Uh, it's what? taken me 38 years to get here. <laughs> That's true. One what? day I'm going to die. What procced it? Uh, just you saying, hey, Evan. I'm like, <laughs> it. one day there won't be an Evan. <laughs> I mean, there'll probably be an Evan. It just won't be me. One day I might never get to say, hey, Evan again. Yeah. I mean, you're younger than me. I'll probably die first. I'm very tall, too. So tall you're people. You're healthier than me. I look healthier than you. Maybe that's true, but you act unhealthier <laughs> than me. You're always talking about smoking and drinking. Yeah, yeah, I'm always swallowing like light bulbs and yeah, you know, that's bits bad. Of, bits of toilet paper. You need to cut it off. I, I was trying to fish out of the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> can't stop. Shitty toilet. Can't stop doing yeah, that. Only public toilets though. <laughs> yeah, I'm real, real embarrassed about that. You gotta go in the bathroom and you have to like put out that thing that says like. On being clean, and then right. you just go through toilet by toilet. By you toilet. should not be. I was. Just, hey, you gonna flush that? <laughs> it's like that. Oh, we record in a bathroom. Our, all <laughs> yeah. our songs are bathroom sessions. <laughs> that's what we do. All of our podcasts. Um, you shouldn't have any secret, shameful loves, right? Be, be, people who are like, oh, Maroon Five is like my. That's like my my shame band that I really enjoy. Like, if you like digging toilet paper out of toilets <laughs> and eating it you should be proud of that you should be loud and proud um i and unafraid i see your point Good. but also Good. you have to like live in the world surrounded by other people who have yeah. and there are certain societal norms you know they vary from culture to culture time to time mm-hmm so, you know, liking Maroon 5 is good in one being loud and proud about your love of Maroon 5 is mm-hmm. good in some situations, but not in others. Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to just announce it during, like, a business meeting. Why? Maybe the other person loves Maroon 5, you make connection, you have yeah. friends. Yeah, you just put it on your resume. <laughs> Why not? Yes. Saker, uh, my email address, loves Maroon 5. <laughs> yep, that's how it goes. Um, yeah. You know, I think that that's probably true, uh, but you don't have to be, you know, if somebody catches you in the act, what do you say? eating toilet paper mm-hmm. i say mm. <laughs> and that's all well i have to kill them of course okay got yeah, it. i have to kill them and then dispose of the body but it's okay because i'm good at eating corpses too <laughs> how many people have you killed i am a ghoul um <laughs> killed 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 well i don't really consider them dead because they rise again have not seen if you're killed by a, a, the undead you rise again <laughs> as undead uh, okay so they're not the same no i've not seen your brother in a very long time yeah he well, he was born also a toilet paper eating ghoul. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, it's mostly harmless, except when people see you. Hey, Ev. I mean, is that really my fault? <laughs> I mean, a little bit. You know who else? It's is... like it's like that that ethical problem. You know, like the trolley problem. No, it's the one where the woman has two ways to walk. Like the woman's cheating on her husband, or her husband. It's a husband cheating on his wife, and there are two ways to walk home, and he's gonna get caught if he goes the long way, but the fast way is through a forest where a murderer lives. And he chooses to go through the murderer forest because it's fast and then gets killed. 
This sounds like an Aesop fable, not a moral quandary. <laughs> this, maybe it is an Aesop fable. I don't remember. I think Aesop wrote about yes, this. Yes, yes. I think it, it wasn't actually a husband and wife. It was like a turtle and then some sort of fish. <laughs> right. Some sort of yes. land, like, a, like, an, maybe like an axolotl or something. Sure. One of those is like a mudskipper that flops around on land. The turtle, the axolotl, oh, and, and the big the, the, the murderer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they didn't have a word for murderer back in ancient Greece. No, they just called no. it big knife man. They called it... Uh, Stratagos Imperator. That was <laughs> worth every penny. Ev, you know who else is a story about a murderer? Who, from the, from the minds of Nikki Tells You How to Live Your Life's Nikki Smith and It's All Been Done Radio Hours, Jerome Wetzel, comes a new weekly photo comic called Life's Gummy. Every Saturday, read a new strip at iabdpresents.com. My favorite part and the reason why I still enjoy doing these commercials is the look on your face. <laughs> When you pause either reading a copy or when you just re- finished a copy, it's like you've you put something in your mouth and then you realize like halfway through it was either it was way too hot. So you make like this like spitting motion. Like this like like I I don't read the copy beforehand. So I stopped at photo comic for a moment just to consider what that is. Um, I bet it's just pictures with word bubbles on that's them. That's exactly, presumably what it is, because what it is is we're following a tribe of gummy bears on their adventures. As they navigate the jungle of a living room, seek out wise elders at the top of the couch, and forage for food on a messy desk. All of our programming can be found at iabdpresents.com. And please support us, even if it's just with a $1 donation, at patreon.com slash iabd, or over on Venmo at jedi333. <laughs> It's, I mean, you have to. You can say one thing about IABD is they keep doing new ideas. They like, do. They, They're they just, innovators. They just spin it out. They cannot stop spinning. They cannot stop drifting. And Tokyo drift. No we, one can drive straight. No one can drive straight over at IABD. Multi-track drifting. Catch them today. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Right now's the time when we spin that big wheel and try and figure out what heckin' segment we are going to do this week. So let's spin a rooney, spin a rooski. Our segment this week is called In the Car. We would never make in love. So, In the Car. Um, this track is on your road mix what songs come before and after and Mm. why interesting Interesting. oh that was another one of mine isn't it uh yeah this is one of yours a little more serial than our normal uh yeah it is i kind of like it though because a serial question yeah i i feel like this gives us a little more um a little more leeway to answer we i mean it can be goofy or it can be serious here um i have a good one for i think before and after this song uh see it's hard to what's think what's the theme, what's the so what's the makeup of your road mix is it a thematic road mix or is it a like Ooh. like up tempo I, yeah. I think we, i think it'd be more fun if we went with thematic, thematic yeah, right yeah exactly. up tempo it could just be whatever right mm-hmm. up tempo is, oh, here's another happy song mm-hmm. or a nice a song of the I mean, same we, bpm you obviously want to keep a mix flowing right so yeah. you don't want to you don't want a tonal like a big tonal shift you know like say if you followed this up with like a real low key yeah <laughs> sure i mean sometimes you do want that roller coaster but you know you want to get there gradually it's like a roller coaster goes up and down but there are hills it doesn't just drop <laughs> off worst, like on theme park the worst part of the roller coaster is at the very end when they break really yeah. suddenly <laughs> when you're coming into the uh, station you're right whiplash. so whiplash whiplash um so i think my pre-song for this this is the second song on my road mix let's let's say it 
at the same time, and we'll see if You we... think you have the same pre-song as I do? I definitely know what I would pick. Okay, uh, on zero then, ready? Okay. Three, two, one, the Monster, Monster Mash. Mash. Okay, good, perfect. Okay, so yes. okay. working in the lab <laughs> late one night, <laughs> why the Monster Mash for you? I'm curious. I, ex- exact same reason. Like, <laughs> it's the first Mad Scientist song. Yes. I mean, Mad Engineer. Mad Engineering. Is there, are there any Mad Engineering songs? Well, Wiz- every- is Monster Mash a mad science or a mad engineering song? Because building a person is not engineering. Well, he's just he's a, it's a mad scientist song because he says I'm working in the lab and then he sees us he sees monsters singing a song and doing a dance, but he can't tell you about it because you don't like. I hate he's, that he's describing the Monster Mash. He can't he can't describe it to yes. you. Yes, it's so. the same as Tenacious D's tribute, yeah. right? The song we sang that night is not actually the same song. Right, right, yeah. yeah. So he he can't do, but he's. So he's working in the lab. So he's a, he, if he, he's a mad scientist, probably. He works in a lab. Engineers work in labs. I know. Yeah, so he it could be either. He's a mad biologist. Mm, he's a mad, That's a mad chef. He's in the food <laughs> lab. <laughs> what, wait, biology is a science. Is engineering a science? Yes. So he's a scientist, even if he's an engineer. Fuck you. <laughs> food science is a science. Business science is a science. He's 100% science, my man. Um, okay, so <laughs> I mean, from a, from you a look pedagogical so standpoint, <laughs> yes. Okay, they're both in the College of Arts and Sciences, I believe. Sure. So track one, we pop this road mix in. Where are we going? All right, no, engineering is in the College of Engineering. God damn it, Evan. fuck you. Engineering separate <laughs> from science. Okay. I was a dum dum. <laughs> Where are we going? Where but are we going? if cooking and business are both sciences, which they are not, <laughs> business <laughs> is not a science. That science wins over engineering for majority of this man's stake. <laughs> okay, we are going to. Uh, it's Halloween. We're gonna go visit um, the uh, Scaratorium. Oh yeah. So we're gonna go to a haunted house. We're Maybe haunted we're taking house. a trip to a haunted house that's like half an hour away. Mm-hmm. That's forty minutes away. The Mansfield Reformatory. Mansfield, perfect. Forty minutes that's there. That's where the Shawshank Redemption was shot. We pop in this CD. Forty minutes there. Forty minutes back. It's an eighty-minute CD, and we are knocking it out right yeah so track one is the monster, monster mash, mash. <laughs> so, track two is some fantastic <laughs> so we have to like so oh. we can go with a we can continue the mad scientist theme or we could go into like a serial killer theme or something like oh, that oh that's good like the theme from dexter yeah. yeah theme from dexter is interesting um or do you, would you want God? Because a road mix, the destination is so important. Right. So biggest oh, ball of twine in Minnesota. Yeah. So now I feel kind of weird putting some fantastic on a Halloween road trip mix, right? Oh, I don't know. I think it'd be fine. And you think you're, so? You're gonna be reaching for Halloween songs anyway. Like, yeah. Unless you want to go pure. It's not Halloween. You're, it's like a spooky, off Halloween mix, right? Because the Monster Mash is a straight up Halloween song. Yeah. But you want to like work in a bunch of other shit too okay do you have an next song mortal Kombat, obviously <laughs> do, 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 do. okay that mortal Kombat is at home on any mix <laughs> really anytime is. i don't know what to put on a mix in my car or anything like that throw on the mortal Kombat soundtrack it's a crowd pleaser every time it's got something for everyone uh, so do you have a, a second uh, a song? long repetition of names sub-zero <laughs> johnny cage yeah. johnny cage <laughs> Yeah, that's what I want to hear in my music is people listing things. I want to hear everybody list. in my video game. <laughs> um, so what's your what's your track three? Do you have one? I have one. Okay, go ahead. My track three is "When You Dream" by the Bare Naked <laughs> Ladies. 
And then after when you dream, I loop back around and do one week. Let's try for a piece of shit. No, okay. I was I, thinking like a like maybe low life by Poppy. That's a good song to because it's it's a little up tempo, but it's a little slower tempo. Is Poppy the YouTube Poppy, person? Poppy. Yeah, she's a she's a singer too. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know she that. Some good songs. I hate to be uh, kind of facile here. I hate to be, but I think does Thriller fit in here? I mean, Thriller is so overdone, but it follows the same like BPM tempo. It's a scary song. It's actually very upbeat. The thriller. Uh, the thing, the thing about Thriller is it's like eleven minutes long. Well, okay, I'll do the radio cut there you or go. whatever. But That's you what gotta have. Does the radio cut have Vincent Price? Yeah. Okay. He yeah, fucking yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That makes the song. I mean, yeah, he's got. You gotta you gotta price it in there. Sure. The price is right. The price is right. If you, know, right. If you know what I mean. Uh, and then after that, I want some spoken word poetry. Oh, we're just, do, we're just doing the I whole just, fucking. Well, now I'm trying to think because you end with Vincent Price, so the next song is like a reading of the Telltale Heart with spooky music behind it. That is a fucking rookie mistake. Uh oh. What they do? On, putting on like radio, like productions or anything like that on a mix. We had a friend <laughs> once yeah. who did that. Yeah, and. It comes from a place of like, oh, this is really hilarious. I want everyone to listen to it. But yeah. like, people are just stuck and talk over it. Yeah. Like, you have to like, okay, everybody be real quiet. <laughs> We're so going to listen to this. Like, turn serial. it up, everybody. And like, yeah. so you don't want, you don't want to either everyone singing along with the song because they're enjoying it or they're talking over it. And that should be okay. But it's scary. It's Halloween. Do we want to be talking and having a good time? I think yeah. we don't. I think we want to be. So here's what I do. Ready? Check one. Uh, Monster Mash. <laughs> track two, something fantastic. We track, don't want to be having a good time with this. Track three, Thriller. Track four, the first episode of Serial by NPR. <laughs> then that's about 60 minutes long. That's the rest of our album, right? Yeah, there you go. It's scary. It's <laughs> well, you shit the bed, Saker. Thank you. <laughs> okay, what's your what's your track? You never got around to your track three. What's... I said like pop, like a little like oh poppy. poppy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like that would be a good. I think like that would keep the keep it going and. Because about track three or four is when you want your mix to fade in the background anyway, because you're on a road trip with friends and you, you're not going on a road trip to listen to music. You're going on a road trip to talk to your friends and have a good fucking time. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, if you just want to fucking throw Journey on and just talk about and just sing Journey <laughs> songs the whole fucking way, you can do that. Yeah. Because you're a bunch of white people in a fucking <laughs> van or some shit. You can sing Journey songs or just put on the fucking 80s station and then your yeah. 90s or whatever fucking, whatever decade came before the one you went to high school, just put that station on and then sing the fucking songs. A road mix has to be curated. <laughs> okay, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Curated. Except your version of curation is letting it fade into the background. Right. That's not curated because you're saying you might as well put on uh, an after no, all. Because you can... You're my wonder wall. No, and I would definitely not put that on. I would put on... Um, but it's just fading anyway, so who cares? One, Sally. So Sally Kuwait. That's my Oh, favorite. yeah, Don't yeah, look yeah. back in anger. I'd put that one on. That's that's a much better Oasis song than one. But what's the point if they're both going to fade into... Fading into Doll Tableau. Because I, that's how that's how a road mix works. You got you to gotta shape, shape the party while not moving your hands i understand you gotta puppeteer everyone but what's the point because no one's gonna pay attention to it either way they won't be paying active attention but they'll be passively taking it in so like what i like to do is i'll put on like a heavy i'll put on a heavy uh, uh first you open with a pop something funny something mm-hmm. that gets everyone like giggling mm-hmm. or whatever that's thematic mm-hmm. you know then you throw in a couple you throw in a couple sing-along songs that's when you throw in your mortal combat uh-huh. all right <laughs> then you to- you throw in a low uh, like a toned down song like something a little bit slower tempo and stuff like that and that's when people start chatting and having a good time okay then instrumental for about maybe two or three tracks of instrumental okay 
and that's just because there's no words you have to listen to nothing like that or anything like and then people just chat and then you then you throw in the other stuff and occasionally you'll throw in like a blast where it's like someone will be like oh fuck that's journey turn it up okay sort of and that's okay. how i feel like that's how a road mix should do and then because you don't just want to be singing fucking songs the whole time sure and you don't just want to be talking the whole time you gotta sure. break up everything you gotta amuse bush you gotta sure. have like a pedophore sure <laughs> sure sure uh, if you are a BNL fan and you like pedophores, do not at us. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I revise then. Instead of cereal, Jesus. I just put on uh, Spooky Sounds of Halloween Volume <laughs> 3 so people can chat. And every so often, I put in a cannon noise so people go, oh shit, turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Saker, let's answer an email. Woohoo! <laughs> We're going to read two emails today. So, email one doesn't contain any questions. That's why we're going to read it. Oh, okay. Uh, this email is called Call and Answer, and it comes from our friend, Tracy Kumo. Could you read it, read it as a question? Sure. <laughs> I finally heard this episode? Sorry it took so long, but some podcast that won't be named got me hooked on Hello from the Magic Tavern? Okay, then uh, talking about... Uh, so, this is... Tracy is the person who runs... Bare Naked ABCs. Oh, cool. Right? Uh, he was just talking about our Call and Answer episode, uh, how much he liked it, but... On our call and answer episode, we talked about when the Bare Naked Ladies release a new album, how that's going to affect both of our podcasts, oh, good, right? good. Okay, uh, so they're firing back. I'm they, excited. They are firing back. Uh, they said, in regards to new albums down the road, I know you think you've gotten us, but I've already figured out a fix. I talked to Steven, and he's lending us his time machine. You know the one I mean. So in all future albums, I plan on bringing back to... All future albums I plan on bringing back to the past just before both podcasts began and having them released so that both, both podcasts can benefit from it. Didn't you wonder why they happened to release fake nudes so quickly after their combo with the persuasions and so immediately before we both started recording our podcasts? Of course, this, of course this will cause a time par paradox several times over, but I think it's worth it for both of our podcasts' validity. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, as we approach the next album release, we will forget that this email ever existed as it will be wiped away after the multiverse realigns after I bring back the next album. So I'm hoping that you challenge us again during the next run-through so I can continue with this pattern as I am fairly certain that my over-competitiveness will lead me to the same or better conclusion. After all, it's all been done before. I'm kind of sad that the BNL will... We'll never release a new album, as far as we're concerned, as far as our perceptions are concerned. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Their their newest album will always, always have, have been released have been. shortly before our podcast came out. I wonder if there's like a, as like a like a Zeno's paradox sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, where it's just gonna get closer and closer. Every to day our, there's a new paradox. <laughs> every, then every hour. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> Brittany and ladies are amazed at their own marketability. <laughs> Just like, shit, we can't stop. Um, yeah. Man, how will that concert go, though? We'll have to keep playing. The concert just keeps getting longer and longer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I don't know, and I don't ever want to know. I think it's beautiful that we never Better will. to live in ignorance. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Tracy. For saving us from ourselves. Truly. Thank you. from yourself. Um, here's an actual question from our friend G. G. Just the letter? Just a letter. Cool. Hello, Evan and Saker. I'm a big fan of people with just straight letter <laughs> names. In fact, I married one. <laughs> yes, you did. I am not sure how well-versed you are about the James Bond franchise, but I'm interested in which BNL song you've reviewed so far that would make a good Bond film title and film song. So, like, this is the next BNL, or the next Bond <laughs> is called Some Fantastic, <laughs> and the song is that, or whatever, right? Huh. So, what is the next great uh, Bond... Do you want me to pull up a list of everything King we've done? Bedside so Manor. And that's the Bond song <laughs> is going whip zoo. Oh, uh, it's the for the new Bond franchise where they're taking it in a more comedic direction. Okay. <laughs> really? Is that so, what you're is your actual yeah, like answer? A, for like this? A, 
an aging James Bond, uh-huh. like an old Lothario James Bond, well past his prime. I think he's been played by like a um, like a James Caan or something like that. James Bond by James Caan. Yeah, <laughs> I feel weird about that. Or like a, right. or like a Robert Duvall, like uh-huh. somebody like a, somebody who can who could pull off like pathos. Because you're going to need that pathos to carry all the comedic elements <laughs> okay. when they call him back. And he's like, with, he's going to be hanging out with like Melissa McCarthy <laughs> and like Horatio Sands or like his fellow agents. Look what's happened to the British Secret Service. <laughs> I kind or of the hate British your, uh... whatever, whatever, MI6. Yeah, MI6. So like it's all gone downhill. So they have to call James Q on his deathbed calls sure. James to get James back and he's like you gotta fucking take care of this James everything's fucking falling apart with this Brexit shit <laughs> okay so it's a Brexit we theme. need to take Theresa May out or something like that it's a comedic Brexit themed James Bond movie yeah because well, they have to like recapitulate because I mean I bet I don't know to what extent the European Union's like secret service like their their CIA's or whatever their stuff is their espionage divisions are folded into each other mm-hmm. because they act economically as a block and a lot of times politically as a block so right. I bet there's an information sharing thing in place so I guess like MI6 lost a step over the course of time and then of course they have to call back the king of bedside manner oh shit. so bom, he's not the villain <laughs> he's the hero yeah he, or, so Bond isn't even the hero or he's trying Bond's to find no, the Bond's, king no they call Bond is the king of bedside manner oh that's oh that's what they're calling bedside him. manner is his retirement oh, condominium I like place. that Okay. They put him out. And the thing is, they have to put, they put him out to pasture, too. Sure. They're like, you're too old for this, James. Sure. You're too old for this, James. <laughs> I do. <need> you. <laughs> oh, you're far too old, James. Okay. So they put him out to pasture. You'll never spy again. Everything you see will be on the up and up. What if Bedside Manor is like a retirement community? I literally just said that. You said it was his... Retirement condominium. Oh, retirement condo. Okay. Yeah. I was too busy with your Irish accent <laughs> and thinking about my answer. That was not an Irish accent. <laughs> Who are you it was like a leprechaun oh, accent. Oh yeah, maybe it's Scottish. Um, no, it wasn't either. Just a, that's not. That's le- Irish people don't talk like leprechauns. <laughs> it is the movie Leprechaun yeah. accent is what you're doing. Sure. So they pull him out of his retirement condo in order to bring him back to. Yeah, the well, that's my idea. Life. Yeah, I like King that. Does not matter? How about you? Uba? So this is like, we've talked about never actually having watched Doctor Who, uh, that we don't know anything Ooh, about ne- Doctor never Who. In enu- never is Enough would be a good title. For oh, really? A, uh, oh, that's Bond a thing. great Bond title. Yeah. I don't know if the song. Not at all. Because uh, what does a Bond song have to be? It has to be like big and like epic sound. <laughs> yeah. And it's got to have long like horn sections. Right? You can add a horn section to any BNL But song. it's not adding anything. Mm. It's they just take it wholesale for the next yes. Bond movie, right? Okay. Go ahead. With that in mind. Okay, so we talked about never having seen Doctor Who. But I know from from cultural just understanding that there is a an arc in Doctor Who, or maybe it's just an episode, where they realized that there was some sort of time travel happening, mm-hmm. and they were trying to get a hidden message to a person. And so what they did is they hid Easter eggs in all the DVDs that that guy owned, right? Uh-huh. So he could just watch the DVDs in order and find the Easter eggs, and it is a message directly to him, mm-hmm. right? So, with that in mind, we find out through MI6, MI6 determines that every single surf rock pop song of the 1960s 70s and 80s has a hidden message thousands of songs thousands but the main ones the main conspirator behind this evil conspiracy are the beach boys 
right? Mm. So this might be a little on the nose, but we have James Bond calling Brian Wilson <laughs> because it includes the boom, 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 boom. It has yeah. the James Bond riff. Yeah, you in didn't like Brian yeah. Wilson. Okay, we have to make it James Bond, Brian Wilson. So he has to track down Brian Wilson, played by Brian Wilson. Is Brian Wilson dead? No. Okay, good. Thank God. <laughs> okay, good. So, played by an agent Brian he is Wilson. at the time of this podcast recording. Oh, Jesus. This is coming out like a month and a half from now. Uh, he's not super old. Okay. I hope it's not a curse. So, I don't... I think he's like in his 70s or 80s. So, I don't think he's not going to like... That's in. pretty old. I mean, All right. For, you're right. Not for my heroes. He's not a Dom DeLuise. He's not a... <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So, um... He's not a Dom DeLuise. He's not a Chris Farley. <laughs> he's not a Chris Farley. Uh, so, yeah. So, they have to hunt down... Uh, this aged rocker who's actually still a, a very nimble, dexterous uh, secret agent working for the, well, I don't know, Ukrainian government. <laughs> oh, well, be, With like Dr. the Ukrainians got much, Ukraine has much bigger fish to fry, <laughs> Do they? like being invaded by Russia. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, and uh, and we learned about how Dr. Landy was actually just a plant uh, to make him look like he was insane because somebody got too close to the truth and like, oh, my gosh. We have this whole movie plotted out, right? James Bond, Brian Wilson. <laughs> Colin. Colin, Brian, Brian Wilson. Wilson. Uh, thanks for the question, G. Delightful. Yeah, thanks, G. That was fun. <laughs> All right, F-Boy. Yep. We did it again, hey. as we always do. We made it to the end of our episode. How do you feeling? Some, I feel like something fantastic. Me Some too. fantastic. I just listened to the best BNL song ever written. Yeah. Um, and you can listen to the best podcast ever recorded by clicking that play button on whatever podcast, podcast you, you have next. Yeah. Whatever podcast you <laughs> love the ours. best. But if you want to leave us a, a review, that would be a delight. You can do that on iTunes. We do have a review to read today. Great. Hooray. I can't wait. Uh, this is a review from Bubba underscore H0 underscore Tep. Who says Wait, Bubba Hotep? Yes, Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hazirotep. Bahootep. BNL pod by guys would dot dot dot. One star. Oh, hey. I love <laughs> Here we go. The hosts aren't fans of the band and don't bother to prep for the show. <laughs> That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. We yeah. listen to these songs too much. The guests they invite barely bother to listen to the song being discussed once before recording the pod. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Here's the only legitimate part of this review that I really love. Okay. Saker giggles like a loon at his own unfunny jokes, <laughs> making them twice as irritating. Which I truly, yeah. I love that. I feel like if if anyone on a podcast laugh grates on you, you're gonna hate that <laughs> you podcast. Gotta stop listening no matter to that no podcast. matter how good or bad the podcast is. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. And I do when I'm editing these, my wheezing like laugh <laughs> and jokes upsets me. Bubba ho. But, uh, hey, Bubba ho. <laughs> Thanks for liking my laugh. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. He did say a bad word about yeah, you. He loves you. Not a you. single thing, except <laughs> the, that I don't prep. Yeah, you got Which these pages and pages of notes <laughs> no, that I'm looking at now. I'm looking at my Google Doc that is now, how many pages is this fucking Google Doc? 59 pages <laughs> long. Jesus Christ. So, listeners, it may sound like we don't prep for the shows, but that's just because we're idiots. Yeah, that's because we're bad at them. Yeah. Not that we don't do our research. We're just very bad at what we do. Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to do a show where we just don't do any prep and just listen to the song. But okay. I don't actually want to do that because it would suck really bad. Yeah, thematically, we need to have a song that's like, uh, you and I know, would still probably prep for it to be falling fun. for the first time. 
I mean, that's like we're listening to it for the first time. That's <laughs> almost perfect. But yeah, yeah, that would also be very bad. Yes. So we're not going to do that. So we won't do that. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, hey, Bubba Ho, thanks for listening. <laughs> Hope you keep listening. You can get with us on Twitter <laughs> at Been Done Pod. You can get with us on Facebook. It's all been done. A Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Evbo, what you got to plug this week? I got a new party. Ooh, what sort of party? Oh, it's going to be such a good party. Do you think that there are people out there who think it's funny to have like a party that's wig themed and call it the wig party? Is that a funny joke? I feel like you're about a, two centuries too late for that guy. <laughs> I mean, somebody's going to laugh at it. Somebody's group of friends is going to have fun. The Whig party? The Whig party. I feel like that's a par- that's like a party uh, at like a Young Republicans convention. Oh my God, that's exactly what like, it is. Hey, after the after everyone's done, you know, jerking off their state congressman, <laughs> you know, and then also Big Pharma, we can go retire to the D. Vincent Baker room for... <laughs> That was such a specific for, co- for cocktail. Oh, D. Vincent Baker is a game designer who's actually not. I shouldn't have used his name at all. He's actually quite quite <laughs> fine. Have. I'm but gonna I, tweet this. It's just, it was just the name that sounded the most Republican that came sure, sure. to my lips. The, the D. Vincent Baker room for light cocktails and the wig party. Everyone, bring your best powdered wig and your frocked coat. Prepare for the ether frolic. Yeah, that's actually, a- they wouldn't do any drugs or something. So it'd just be like a. Because like every young Republican I've met is straight edge. Not only straight edge, but they're all fucking homeschooled and they all work out. Sure. Yeah, it's not even straight edge by choice. It's straight edge by by circumstance. Yeah, they're, either very, they're either very religious or they've never had a chance to... Exp- like, I don't know. I've And again, nothing against the Republican Party as a whole. What? Okay. Because it hasn't always been horrible. Sure. It fair. just is now. Sure. So if you're... I feel kind of bad because a lot of these people didn't... Don't... Ha- like, they, they were just sort of spoon-fed this. Yeah. Well, but you can break out of and that's I mean, yeah, no excuse for yeah. And uh, I mean, there were a couple of people in my MPA program who were hardcore Repu- who started the program as hardcore Republicans and ended it a lot more moderate, moderate, moderate really? on the road because you can't like engage with public policy sure. and be like, oh yeah, fuck poor people. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean, the, uh, truly the only real Republican I've ever known was one of my best friends in high school, and ever since then he's become so much more centrist mm-hmm. because it's impossible. Yeah, the views I mean, I have used changed. To, I used to identify as Republican when I was an idiot. Really? When I was an idiot, like that's very funny. My, my family were Republicans, or you know, hard, hardcore Catholics I and stuff like know. that. Yeah. So, so I used to identify as Republican, but I didn't know any better. So you are plugging the Republican Party this week? I am plugging the Whig Party. Oh hell yeah! Let's get it yeah, started. <laughs> let's get it started again. Uh, yeah, I'm down for it. James Polk, if you're listening, we need you. Is he Whig? No. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck James Polk was. I don't was. think there are any Whigs in like. I think it's a British party, isn't it? Sure. I, I and again, like, I lose interest in history when guns show up. Yeah. Like I just that checks. I don't like guns. Period. They bore me. So <laughs> they bore me. I don't know why. Evan like, getting shot. Like to death. sometime in like the, you bore me. Like as guns get more prevalent, I get less interested in history. Sure. So I don't know anything about that. Checks out. Well, what a weird note to end on. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again. Where Some the fantastic. Sun does not. It's always. True. True.